Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. I am Tower here with the Watchman, and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence for the WIBR Warren Radio Network to us through our contact page on warren-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, LinkedIn, Pure Social, Spreely, Linktree, and you can also get on warn-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com to listen to our shows and download them and pass them along to your friends. You'll also find the Warren Radio on the following website streamers. Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, and Podchaser. Be sure to give us a thumbs up and leave a good comment on the shows where you heard us as your interaction helps us. And go to warn-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com for the following posts. Logos, Word of Truth. We look at this and the Word of Truth given. We also look further into the Logos, Rhema, and other truths when all this. And Maximum Overdrive Christianity. It goes beyond mere Christianity into the realm of the supernatural to find the source of your redemption and let the power fill you to move beyond what you could ever hope to do for the Lord. Also, Heaven's Victory in Jesus' Name. Heaven's Victory in Jesus' Name is a phrase that delivers to us victory today. Christ did not come to deliver you tomorrow or next week from your sins. And don't miss the testimony and faith of Jesus Christ. The faith and testimony of Jesus Christ at this time of the end Many will not come to Christ to find life eternal. However, he that hears this word and believes passes from death to life. Go to warn-usa.com for the following post. The Light, the Judgment, and the Word For many Christians in the West, this cost is something they have never known except in reports or movies. That cost for Wang Yi was the gospel, the light of the Lord, and the message is viewed as a savor of death to the communist Chinese government and a threat. And go to DanaGlennSmith.com for the highway of our God. The highway of our God is a pursuit. Governments of men have their agendas. Here, the Lord God called the end from the beginning. Be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter by going to danaglennsmith.com where you can also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop on 
where we feature Christian books and other resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Welcome to a wet, kind of high humidity Friday morning. Weather has been strange. Whether or not it's the end of days. Well, no. Yes, we would say this is the end of days. And last night we had some of the biggest rains, thunder boomers, electrical storms that we've ever had. And we've had some repercussions from it around here. But uh, it was really lightening up the sky last night. We haven't had these in a long, long time. We also got word of a of a water shortage and trouble because they're running out of chemicals at the plant. But a long time ago, Tower and I bought a Berkey. And so, we don't drink their water anyway. But, at any rate, man, you got to be prepared, I can tell you. We're in Romans. We're, we are coming down to the end of Romans. I like Romans. But, uh, boy, there's a lot of things going on in America. A lot of things happening. The biggest of which is a bunch of communists in the White House. Normally you have communists, you know, meeting in secret somewhere in Wyoming. I mean, uh, in in the world, rather. But we've got them right in the White House. And they make no mistake about what they're going to do. And and let me give you a hint. They're a godless bunch. We have a lot of godless here in in America, but we've been seeing quite a few things happening around here on the faith. Not only overseas in the broadcast, we've been seeing a lot more miracles and signs from overseas. Here we've been seeing a lot more repentance, big meetings, large meetings. People are getting stirred after six months of Biden. They're they're really, some of them are beginning to really take heart and seek the Lord. And that's what we need here. I'm a firm believer that we can turn this around. But 
we need to get our heads out of the nether region. We need to repent. We need to move forward. And uh, we need to remove these knuckleheads out of there. We know they cheated in the election. But uh, there's no easy answers for America. Most people, I really believe this, I'm sorry to say, but, uh, you know, all the posts we do and all the social sites we're on, and I've been watching this for over two decades, people are increasingly lazy, just lazy. And that's why uh, one of the biggest trends right now is short videos. And short videos can be entertaining and they're nice. But, you know, the information that people need, they don't want. And uh, it's really too bad because, you know, I grew up listening to Billy Graham, listening to David Wilkerson, and listening to many other evangelists out there that are not alive. And they were always preaching somewhere, and you always heard them. No more. You have the preachers in the churches, and boy, none of them even speak out about Biden and the commies up there. <clears throat> it's just unreal, you know, and all that stuff going on over in California with Newsom and everything and his closure. I covered some of this in our show this week on the advocacy because... Uh, of what's been happening here, but it's, it, you know, it's a mess. People are a mess. And uh, there's only one way to get unmessed, and that's through Christ. There's no other way. Well, we are in Romans chapter 15, verse 14. And I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren that you also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, and able also to admonish one another. Now, see, I believe. I believe Paul was correct. He, you know, he's trying to teach him a few things. And in Rome, you know, they, they may have misunderstood a few things. But in the end, he says, I believe you're full of goodness. You're filled with all knowledge, and you can admonish. You can take care of, you know, that old thing. Am I my brother's keeper? Well, yeah, you are. And uh, in America, especially, we're really good at ignoring one another. You know, we have this information highway called the Internet. And people get on there, and they're talking to people from all over. Man, we've got people from all over, all over the world that... Uh, uh, come up and they will like a lot of the graphics that I do they like and so they're always liking those they're liking the shows and things like that you know and that's fine and dandy but I want you to listen to the shows I want you to hear the word of God faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God I want the spirit of God to speak to you I want you to have a supernatural experience with the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob that is the father who sent his only begotten son Yahshua Jesus Christ you need a Jesus experience in Americanese 
And you ain't going to get it just floating around the internet liking graphics. Now that's fine and dandy. And and the young women, a lot of the young women, I don't know where they get it, been doing this. And as a man, and I'm a preacher, and I'm connected to Warren Radio, maybe they think, well, we're just going to mess up his life a little bit. So they like something, or they want to become a friend. I I have a lot of those that tried. And so they send me all these risque pictures. You know, I mean, they... Um, in order to friend them, I always check their profile. Always. I don't accept anybody as a friend until I see what they're doing. I investigate. And the quickest way to get unchecked from my list is if you have a bunch of risque pictures. And you can tell the godly women in a second. In a second. And they're happy and they're doing their thing. They got their friends and stuff. But there's a difference. They're not risque. They're not trying to show a lot of skin. And they have godly things on there. I'll tell you, Proverbs is right when we talk about it. You know, the godly woman, Proverbs 30. The righteous woman. The same thing can be said for a righteous man. Folks, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to anybody. And Paul here, he knows what sin is. He's been in the Roman Empire. He's a Roman citizen. He knows that it has a lot of idolatry, a lot of fornication, and a lot of godlessness, and a lot of ways to get tied up in it. And if they could have a church there, if the apostles could walk in miracles and signs and wonders in this pagan Roman Empire, then dear God in heaven, we can do it today, but we're too lazy. Do you get my message here? We can win this, but we're too lazy to win this. We don't want to fast. We don't want to pray. We don't want to do anything. We want everything easy. We want to dislike stuff. We don't want to read anything. It's time for us to wake up. And these apostles knew very well what they were up against, but they saw the power of God. So he goes on to say, Nevertheless, brethren, I've written the more boldly unto you in some sort as putting you in mind because of the grace that is given to me of God. Now that grace, or his favor, was as the apostle to the Gentiles. And he was more bold because he wanted to get a point across and with that boldness comes anointing. And that anointing reinforces what he says. Now believe you me, I know this. And I've experienced it. And I've seen the effects when I'm preaching. And, and people will come up and remark to me how that was received and because it leaves, but the, the anointing of the Spirit of God touches them on the other side. And it, and it like supercharges it. Well, I thought that was a 12-volt battery. Well, no, my friend, it's a 1,000 watts. I mean, it's just like a gazillion, you know, when you hook up the Holy Spirit and you have an anointing, it's just like pow! So Paul did. He says, I, I have written unto you 
a little more boldly. Because of the grace that is given to me of God. And he explains that grace. What is the grace? It's the favor of God. God had called him. And if God hadn't called him, he would have perished. I mean, here's a guy that was a Pharisee of the Pharisee. He knew all the Old Testament inside and out. This guy was totally with it. And there, there's no doubt that uh, when we look at this, that it is one of those things. And he got turned around. So that I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles. Ministering the gospel of God. That the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable being sanctified by the Holy Ghost. Nevertheless, I've written unto you the more boldly in some sort, putting you in mind because of the grace that is given me of God. That's the grace, the calling, the anointing. That I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Now, Paul, being an apostle, you know, here's the guy that if the Lord hadn't showed him the truth, he would still be part of the lost house of Israel. He would not have known the truth. He was going around attacking the church. And so here, he became knowledgeable and aware because of the Lord knocking him literally off his horse. I mean, this is a guy that knew the word of God inside out. He was a Pharisee of the Pharisee. And had not the Lord appeared to him and called him, he would still be in darkness. Yet, he would have been one of the most famous Jews there is. Because he was the Pharisee of the Pharisee. He knew the word inside and out. But because of the grace of God, and God did wake him up, he's been given the charge. He says in verse, uh, Now the grace of God is given to me of God. The grace that is given to me of God, he says, verse 15. That I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God. That the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being sanctified by the Holy Ghost. Because remember, he's anointed, he's filled with the Holy Spirit. He's giving the eternal word of God. And so, 
you put all that together, and he's given this word to them. The offering up. See, that offering up of the Gentiles, that is, when these Gentiles get saved, come to know the Lord, it's the apostles' duty to make sure they're trained right. If you have, like in America, which we have, preachers that teach stuff as the honest-to-God Word of God, but it's not. And they teach things that are abominations to God. Now, people listen. Well, he's a good preacher. His church is full. Everything's fine. It's not fine. It's an abomination before God. And you're riding the whore. You're riding the harlot that has free reign in America today. You're riding the deception that you yourself are deceived. And you're leading others into the pit of hell, into perdition. And that's why Paul says that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable. That's what he wants. He doesn't want to go through this and teach them something wrong. He wants them to stand solid. So they've got to know the truth. I have therefore, verse 17, whereof I may glorify through Jesus Christ in those things which pertain to God. For I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ has not wrought by me to make Gentiles obedient by word and deed. Through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God so that from Jerusalem round about to Elycrium I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. Yea, so have I strived to preach the gospel not where Christ was named, lest I should build upon another man's foundation. It was very important to this apostle to go and preach where there wasn't anybody working before. Now, that's hard to do. I mean, every show I do, everything I do for over two decades, I've got a plethora of voices out there to compete against. I've got huge churches, I've got popular preachers, I've got preachers that are popular and have written books and they're world famous. And You know, anything they say is comes from God. But the thing of it is, he was not going to build on somebody else's work. Now, you see, the WIBR Warren Radio is a total independent work. I was called to that specifically, and, of course, Tower came with me. We've been doing it for over two decades. We started out. I had to learn how to do websites. I had to learn how to do code. I had to learn how to... Uh, at, at that time, nobody was able to... It took a special code to get your audio up on the website. It's not like it is today. Everything has changed. But I learned that in the beginning. Like it drove me nuts. There wasn't anybody there in the beginning. I was there. Tower was there. And to this day, we pretty much work alone. I take care of the websites by the grace of God. Tower takes care of other issues. 
because I don't mess with those. But the thing of it is, is that we're in America and there's a lot of builders here for the gospel, but there's only one Warren Radio. There's only one Dana Smith, thank God. And I don't strive to be famous. I don't strive to be rich. Now that's a God's honest truth. I've been in the same RV. We don't have a house. We've had two homes in our life. We sold the first one to go into the ministry. We had another one when we had a little time out and I started a business and bought a house. Then I went back into the uh, another portion of the ministry. This was uh, during Bible school. But I didn't build on anybody's work. I went, the Lord said, okay, this, this is what I want you to do. And that's what we did. But I like this, through mighty signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem round about to Illyricum, I have fully preached the gospel. So have I strived to preach the gospel, not where Christ was named, lest I should build upon another man's foundation. Now see, I like that. He has miracles and signs and wonders. He has the power of the Spirit of God. And he would take the gospel. And so he was going to all these pagan Gentiles. Believe me, there was a lot of those. And bringing that power. See, Christ's power sets people free. Now see, Satan offers you darkness. And a lot of the kids in America are infatuated with Satan. And I've talked to a few myself, and I've, and I've mentioned it. I've, I've told you how they, well, I'm serving Satan and Christ too. That ain't going to work, guy. Well, I believe in, in, in Satan, and I believe in Christ. Well, it's who you serve. And in America, because of what we've done in this country, everything is easy peasy. The fairy tale church and the sugar plum Jesus, everything is just so sweet. Well, your nation isn't going to stay sweet. You have to be the salt. You need to be that which preserves. You need to give the word of God. You need to be the light of the world. You need to be able to tell those laden in sin you can't do that. You need to be able to stand up in a nation like America and tell them it's wrong. You can't do that today. You have people today, Christians, that want to stand up. And I know two examples that's been in the media because of suits. One young girl, woman, builds websites. So she had a couple of uh, married gays, I think it was, that wanted to um, have her build them a website. 
from the gay perspective. She didn't want to do it. That's against her beliefs. Well, now she has to do it because she got sued, and the judge said, you have to do it. Well, I have rights. No, you're not. No, you don't. Not anymore. See, we used to have rights when I was growing up. Not, no more. You don't have rights in America. And then, of course, we have another real famous cake decorator, very, very good, down in Colorado. They've kept him in court all the way to the Supreme Court many times. He, he wins one suit. They sue him again, and he goes back and wins. He, you know, they're doing it all the time. To him. They're going to break him because they're not going to allow him to live with until he makes that cake. They're stubborn, proud. And, you know, we, we have a lot of that. And, see, you know, I, I've, you know, known a lot of the gay crowd. You run into them. They're normal Americans, except for that lifestyle. But the thing of it is, is that if it's not that, it's something else. Because you're not free in America to do, because you have people now with Joe Biden and his Marxists up there that they think they need to know everything about you and you have to take a vaccine. And they're pushing vaccines. These vaccines were never on trial. They never put them on trial for any length of period. I know of a missionary, a black gal who was a missionary, and she got the second vaccine. You're supposed to take two. And she ended up losing her legs and her hands. Oh, yeah, that makes me want to take it, doesn't it? But, see, I got vaccinated at Calvary. By his stripes, I've been healed. And I've been in the hospital before, a long time ago. But the thing of it is, you know, I raised my kids that whenever you needed something, we prayed. We prayed for healing. We prayed for miracles. My kids have even anointed their car with oil praying for it in the old days. We believed. We still do. See, and we need a gospel witness in America if this nation is going to survive. Well, see, they don't want that witness, but we've got to give them one anyway. And there are people coming to the Lord in America. But the thing that scared the literally bejesus out of them, Pelosi and the liberal Democrats, was Donald Trump. Because he was so popular among Americans, and he still is. He packs them out wherever he goes. He knows how to do things. They haven't a clue. And they're jealous, they're prideful, and they hate him. But see, getting back to Romans, see, they were living in the Roman Empire that ended up feeding Christians to lions. The apostles, pretty much, they were scattered. Thomas went to India. He was later martyred. But he's credited with evangelizing and bringing Christ 
to India before anybody else. They do have a, a day for him to celebrate that in India. India is one of the biggest places we have for Christian persecution by the Hindus. Hindus think that there it's their country. But Christ was there before. See, this is the battle in the world. But the thing of it is, is that, you know, America is not going to make it until we believe we get up and we stand up. And we're going to have to stand up because the Democrats are, are they're cheaters. That's about the only way to say it. They cheat. They lie. I knew what they were all like. A lot of this stuff I declared back in watching Obama. I knew what he was doing. Typical Marxist ploy. I said why he's doing it. I outlined it. And I heard some, uh, some of them on our popular talk shows saying, well, you know, what he wants to do is take over America and make all these new people come in, you know, these illegals, he wants to make them into voters, Democratic voters. But the bottom line of it is, that's the way it is in America. And so we need to understand, you know, Paul said, I am also, and I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren, that you are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able also to admonish one another. In other words, it's more than just a faith that sits there and does nothing. It's active. And, of course, he has the witness of the Spirit of God. He's filled with the Spirit. He's an apostle. He has an anointing. So he knows this, and he, he can detect that in him. And he says, I have fully preached the gospel. And he was going through this. And he does this in a lot of his writings. To show you, you know, his credentials. It was the grace of God. That's his credentials. And uh, he was to go to the Gentiles. And signs and wonders follows him full of the power of the Spirit of God everywhere he went. Verse 21, But as it is written, to whom he was not spoken of, they shall see. And they that have not heard shall understand. Now you see, for the most part, as Gentile, Christ was not spoken of. The gospel had to come to us. You know, in our day and age, it did come to us. But if you get clear back to the beginning, there were the Jews who God used and introduced himself to and blessed because of Abraham. And then there was the Gentiles, a bunch of pagans over there, serving other gods. And I always laugh about it because when you talk about pagan Gentiles, that's what, what we were. 
even in the modern world. But you see, the thing of it is, once Christ gets a hold of you, you understand. These people did not see. And he writes about this in another place. You know, they didn't know anything about the promise. The Jews knew about the promise. The Jews knew about the Messiah. The Jews have a history of knowing the glory of God because of Moses. They've experienced deliverance. And they were also warned if you turn away. The Jews also got into trouble. Idolatry was one of their worst. And that's why the northern tribes were carried away, weren't even brought back. They were carried away by Sargon and Assyria. <coughs> but as it is written, to whom he was not spoken of, they shall see, and they that have not heard shall understand. Now that's a good description of what happens when you hear the word of truth, the gospel. All of a sudden you see, all of a sudden you understand, old things are made new, you're born again, you've repented, now you know the truth. Verse 22, for which cause also I have been much hindered from coming unto you. <coughs> well, you know, he, as an apostle, he not only had the miracles and signs and wonders, but he, wherever he went, you know, there were people around that wanted to cause trouble with him. Some of them would follow him, and some of those were Jews. Because the Jewish aspect never got over him becoming a Christian believer. But now, having no more place in these parts, <clears throat> and having a great desire these many years to come unto you, whensoever I take my journey to Spain, I will come to you, for I trust to see you in my journey, and to be brought on my way thitherward by you, if first I be somewhat filled with your company. You know, I, I am in awe with, with the apostles. You know, if we want to go to Spain, we take a plane. <laughs> Even our ships are faster. You know, if we want to go to Jerusalem, it's not that big of a flight from Spain to, say, like Madrid to Jerusalem. Fly across the Mediterranean, piece of cake today. They spread the gospel in the known world. And they did it by foot. Most of the time they were walking. I suppose they could have had horses or mules. You know, if we want to go to a meeting here, and we see them flying around all the time, 
they got to go preach somewhere. They get in a plane. Franklin Graham flies all over the world all the time because he has so many different aspects he's trying to help worldwide. It just amazes me. See, how, how much traveling is done in, this, in the name of Christ today. But yet, you know, Franklin Graham and his dad, Billy Graham, they're American. Billy Graham, man, there wasn't, wasn't a time he preached. We didn't have it on. We were all raised Methodists, but when Billy Graham came on, you listen. And he preached in more places to more people in America than I think anybody. And yet, after he got done, you can look at America and look at the pagan mess we've become. But Billy Graham gave a witness. Franklin Graham gives a witness. Franklin Graham will actually stand up, and, and he will stand up and talk about godly marriage. He will speak about, uh, you know, the marriage between a man and a woman. That's the way it's supposed to be. You don't hear anybody else saying it like that. Even during the COVID, when New York had problems, he took his doctors in there, set up a tent, and Cuomo and his bunch of dipwits were actually dissing Franklin Graham. And some of them said, well, this guy thinks that marriage is between a man and a woman only. And they, they wanted him to get out of there. They even charged him some stuff. Franklin Graham didn't charge him nothing. Went there to help, and they charged him. I forgot what the tax was. I mean, that's the way we are in America today. If you ever have any thought that we're going to hell, see, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. And I've been preaching over two decades this message. America is going to fall sometime. But I believe... That if we ask God for mercy and repent and we preach, I think we, he will give us a victory over this onslaught of communism. But don't take anything for granted. Because of the abomination spewing out of this place. And the world too. It's not just this one. <coughs> So Paul was going to take a journey into Spain. When he goes to Spain, he's going to stop off in Rome. <laughs> you know, it's just like, well, I'll take another flight. <laughs> no. I mean, he could take a chariot, you know, run across country from Spain to Rome. That ain't going to work very well. So he has to take a ship. And that takes time. 
And in those days, you had to go only certain times of the year. But he says, but now I go to Jerusalem to minister to the saints. For it pleased them in Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor saints which are at Jerusalem. Now he's been carrying this money around with him ever since. But he happens to have an entourage with him. Paul never went anywhere alone. God is hard to believe. They got the gospel throughout the Roman Empire. And we look at America and we can't even get America sanctified. And we've had the gospel here forever. I use that term forever loosely. It has pleased them verily, and their debtors they are. For if the Gentiles have been made partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister unto them in carnal things. See, because all this came out of Jerusalem. And so now they're going to minister back the carnal things. You know, give them some money to be able to live and buy food and stuff because things are tough in Jerusalem. <clears throat> That's why when we've got saints over in various parts of the world, and we talk about this on our Wednesday broadcast all the time, and we also tell you about the groups that you can support that have boots on the ground. So we're ministering to them in carnal things. We're trying to make sure they're able to live. Because although we're spiritual beings, we're also physical beings. And we need food. We need clothing. We need shelter. We need help at times. He goes on to say, When therefore I have performed this and have sealed to them this fruit, that's the money, you know, the offering, I will come by you into Spain. Speaking to Rome. I am sure that when I come unto you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. That's faith. In other words, when he comes, he wants to bless them. You know, you know you've been to church. We used to, you know, on our Sunday night broadcast, I mean our Sunday night church service in our our church, they, they've done away with the old church. It used to be Faith Assembly of God, and they've changed it to a modern name. They've totally... You know, it's not even the same. We talked to some of the old saints, one in particular. I think she's really getting up there. She's 80-something, and she's not happy with what they've done. Of course, our pastor's dead and gone, and uh, he was the reason that we stayed there. We went into the ministry from there, and we were part of his fruit, blessed man and his wife. And uh, on his, towards the end of his life, I visited him 
and I had a large print Bible that he wanted a large print so he could read it easier. I took it to him and we talked and he was genuinely concerned for the church in America, especially the Assemblies of God. But see, you can look at them all. Take a look at every 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 church and denomination in America today. And what you have is very, very simple. You have people that don't stand, don't stand up and speak. Don't do that. That's not right. We don't do that. Franklin Graham will tell you, and there's a few others, and I'm sure there are some pastors in some of the churches that do stand up. I never hear them. But that's just what I gather because I'm in social media, folks. And I'm in a lot of social media. And if there's some big pastor somewhere, he's going to make it on social media. And if he stands up against Biden, I'm going to hear it. Or stands up against abortion. See, they want to fund abortion now. Uh, Biden already signed it where they get to use aborted baby fetuses for medical research. This is making your vaccines. I told people, those vaccines, COVID vaccines that everybody's taken, some of those have been taken from aborted baby fetuses, the DNA and stuff. That still makes it blood guilt. It's a cursed product. And we've heard... I've I've seen the articles and stuff of of a lot of people that died from these things. See, nobody stands up against that. You know, we have just accepted it, and we're taking the churches, and we're saying, okay, we'll just deal with it. Because that's not the way we do things today. We will just accept it. See, and this is where the issue is in America today. Your country's going to fall because you're weak need. Your country's going to fall because you're not salt. What good is it if the salt has lost its savor? It's good for nothing except to be thrown out, the Lord says. And that is what we have, the salt of the gospel in America, the salt of the believers in this country. Many of them have lost their savor. Good for nothing but to be thrown out. Now I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake, and for the love of the Spirit that you strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from them that do not believe in Judea, and that my service which I have for Jerusalem may be accepted of the saints, that I may come unto you with joy by the will of God and may with you be refreshed. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. Then that goes to Romans 16. But you see, the thing of it is here. 
He knew going back into Judea, there's a lot of people that want to see him hanged. They want to destroy him. Because he's one of those that was a Jew and became a Christian. Does that sound familiar? <clears throat> well, you're a former Muslim. And you're a former Muslim because you left Islam because you received Christ and you know him. See, that can bring death in Iran and many other countries that are Muslim. That's one way to keep your people there. Just tell them if you ever leave, we'll kill you. But you see, we see this all the time. When you talk about murder and killing, the biggest that we have on the planet at this moment is the radical Islamists around the world. And one of the worst places is Nigeria and the continent of Africa. And they're killed by Fulani or Boko Haram. And we have seen, like the ACLJ and others, make complete um, presentations. Now, I received the email the other day from them. And they have made, I think it was eight or nine presentations to the UN to do something about Nigeria. They're not going to. They never have. And they still haven't. So these are the issues we have. People in the world don't care. But we care. The believers care. Organizations. Like ICC, persecution.com, Franklin Graham's outfit, Samaritan's Purse, Barnabas Aid, and many, many more. America doesn't do anything about it. It's kind of funny. We've got Biden's team up there postulating against China, threatening them. China's taken a bunch of islands because they know that none of these small countries can do anything about it. And that includes the Philippines. Duarte even came out and said, we can't do anything about China if they want some islands. There are islands, but they, if they want them back, we can't stop them. But you see, America stood up and said, well, we have agreements and we'll go to war. It's really funny with the way our morals are. Because not too long ago, a bunch of Cubans were standing up protesting, you know, the Marxism in Cuba. Because they saw what was going on here in America. People rising up against the Marxist thought that Biden and his team are doing, openly talking, calling them, you know, Marxists. And they openly admit it now. And see, when they did that, the Biden administration came out and said, well, don't come to America. 
well, these are the kind of people that should come to America. The ones leaving Cuba, and we've got a whole bunch of them in Florida, and these people here don't think that they should come, but yet they leave the border open for anybody. And, and we get all kinds of people across there. We don't even know who's coming across, but we do know that some of the worst gangs in South America are already here. We know that there's terrorists in this country now, and it's getting worse because of Biden. And I've said no one man should have that power to ruin a nation. Well, even here, one little strike of the pin, and all of our oil and everything went south. That means we're having trouble. That's why gas is going up. Meanwhile, Biden approved the pipeline to Russia. How stupid is that? For Putin. But he wouldn't even improve ours. I mean, how literally stupid is that? These people are dedicated to one thing. That's what I mean. You're not going to deliver America by being easy peasy. And if you're going to deliver it by the power of God, you'd better repent and get into the power of God because you ain't going to deliver it through that weak-kneed, money-hungry denomination that you keep feeding. Somewhere, somebody in this country that's in a church needs to wake up and said, Enough! But I'll hold my breath for a little while. But I'm not very encouraged for over two decades, and even going back before that. Yeah, and, and I've been approached by deacons who said, we don't want you in this church because you're too zealous for the Lord. Yeah, I've already met them people, and that was when I was a pup in this faith as a minister. Yeah, they were proud, and they, well, they took me on. And that's the way it is. It's time for us to find out who has the guts and the gumption here. And we need to spread the gospel at the same time. So, Now, folks, we've been covering Romans. I'm going to close now. I want you to be safe. Look to the Lord. Take care of your family. Be safe, hunker down, stay out of trouble, but stay in the Lord. You can always find us at warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Until next time, this is the Watchman of her Tower. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.